Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Prometheus podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebs.com. What is up, everybody? It is Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. I am your host, as always, Jason Tebbs. And let's be real. Let's talk about the Be Real app, the application that is taking the internet by storm, at least with the younger generation. Probably the biggest app since TikTok in terms of social media and the amount of downloads it's getting. I believe it is the fastest growing application currently as of recording this episode. So, Be Real, for those of you that might not know exactly what it is, it is a new social media where you get a notification at some point randomly throughout the day, and you have two minutes to take a picture, and it takes a picture of your rear-facing camera and your front-facing camera. So it's like what you're doing and what you currently look like. The whole point of Be Real is to show what you're really doing in a random moment. So it doesn't allow you to upload any photos, it doesn't allow you to upload any videos, it doesn't allow you to edit any photos. It is strictly, you have two minutes to pull your camera out and take a picture of whatever's in front of you and, you know, it has you take a selfie at the same time. The idea is people are being real. Rather than the fake and edited posts that you might see on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or all these social medias, These are in the moment, right there, what is exactly happening. Now, it is the fastest growing social media because I do believe that people enjoy the authenticity aspect and the idea behind what Be Real is. It gets to a point when you're on something like Instagram where you realize, okay, most of these are incredibly edited. A lot of these are incredibly curated. They are campaigns and marketing strategies over what's actually happening, what real life is like. Which I believe is the main reason that Be Real is the fastest growing application at the current time because people do want authenticity. People do want something that is more raw and a little more emotional, we'll say, because, you know, there are times where people are like, yeah, I'm kind of in a rough moment right now, but here's the rough moment I'm going through. Like you see, you see the messier side of people on Be Real, which I think is one, it's currently greatest strength, but I don't see how they can get a good longevity strategy for the Be Real application. So here is what I think are going to be the the hardest things to overcome for the application. And they very well could have some of these things planned out. And I will admit, I'm not on the application right now. My wife's on the application, so sometimes I look over her shoulder at what's exactly going on. But these are what I really believe are going to be the downfalls of Be Real. Or maybe not the downfalls, but some things that they'll have to overcome. First and foremost, because nothing's curated, that means you're going to get a lot of essentially boring content. Because how often are people just going to be sitting on the couch and a picture pops up and they take that picture of just them on the couch it's it's them in their living room or i heard that you know a lot of people will just be at work so they just take they're in the office and they take a picture of their office now granted it does give you two minutes so you can kind of like at least strike a pose or at least get somebody in frame that strikes a pose like i have two friends a married couple that are on there so like obviously one of them will strike a pose for the other and then vice versa when they're doing their be reels but For them, it's like, because everybody's getting this notification at the same time, 
oftentimes they'll have essentially the same picture. They'll just have pictures of each other uh, when they're when they're doing their B reels. Now it has been interesting to see a little more of a raw side of my friends, but you know at some point it's like okay, you're in your living room, you're in the office. Um, there's nothing like incredibly interesting. The other downside is, and this this also could be an upside, but no brand is going to want to be on Be Real because the whole strategy behind it, like the whole concept behind it is anti-brand, anti-curated content. Because let's say whatever Nike intern is going to make the Nike account, well, they're going to get a notification on a phone and they're going to have to post, okay, yeah, we're in the office, we're doing X, Y, Z. And at that point, it's like nobody cares about the Nike intern just sitting there doing whatever marketing stuff that they're doing. So no brand is going to look at the app and be like, man, I can see how we can really utilize this for great marketing. TikTok, you can utilize that for great marketing. Instagram, you can utilize that for great marketing. Facebook, you can utilize that for great marketing. Be real. One intern is going to have to have a phone. They're going to have to get that notification and they're going to have to post that. And it's, you know, okay, they're going to have to try and find the Nike logo in every single one of their posts. Like, oh, hey, we're coming up with a new... Nobody nobody cares about that. Like, people hardly care about what the Nike marketing intern, their social media intern, is doing on any given Monday. And especially not on the weekend. So, that is one area where no brand is going to pay advertising dollars to promote their own posts. Now, for the user side, you know, that is a huge draw. But Be Real is going to have to make money some way. Now, it'll be interesting if Be Real goes the route where at some point they're going to have to put ads on the platform. But will they allow, oh, hey, if you pay us, you can make curated content and we'll just put it in an ad slot. But then at that point, that completely negates the whole entire premise of the application. At that point, that is antithetical. Is that the word I'm looking for? That's like the antithesis of why you built the app in the first place. Because those ads aren't real. They're very carefully thought out and produced content. So how, again, I don't have the application. So I don't know if they even have ads on the application now or how they're doing ads currently. But they're going to have to monetize at some point. And that monetization is going to have to be curated. It's going to have to be edited. And that that brings a weird juxtaposition of you're on the app and it's like, okay, I see my friend, they're at work. Oh, you know, this friend is currently hiking. Uh, this friend might currently just be driving the car. You know, it's probably not safe to be real and drive at the same time. Oh, this friend is just eating a bowl of cereal. You know, whatever interesting stuff like that. It's like, oh, hey, a little snapshot into my friend's day. That's very interesting. And then inlaid that, it's like, oh, gosh, okay, here's... Here's a very well edited Nike commercial. Here's a very well edited Ford F-150 commercial, whatever that is. I feel like that takes away from the app's greatest strong suit. Now, the other interesting thing is, to my understanding, you only see the people that you follow. Again, I don't use the application, so uh, I'm just taking what I've seen over my wife's shoulder. I don't see how any sort of influencer grows on that application. Like... And I'm, I'm talking genuine, unique growth from the app itself. I've seen people rise to fame on TikTok. I've seen people kind of rise to fame on Instagram. 
you see it on YouTube, you see it on Facebook, like people produce this content that other people want to see. But because it's be real, what separates X person's, you know, shot where they're just eating a bowl of cereal from Y person's shot where they're eating a bowl of cereal? It's not like one person can produce content above and beyond what another person can produce. Unless you're already a person that has an extravagant lifestyle. So unless you're already a celebrity or you're already more or less famous on another platform and people are like, oh, let's take Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Let's say he joins Be Real. Yeah, I'm sitting here on the couch when the Be Real notification comes out, but what's Dwayne The Rock Johnson doing? Maybe he's on the set of a movie. Maybe he's, you know, on some crazy vacation to the Maldives. I don't know. But some people might be interested to be like, ah, yeah, I want that quick snapshot of what Dwayne The Rock Johnson's doing. However, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, it might not be in his best interest to be on that application in the first place. Because when you're famous, your brand and your image and your publicly facing persona is so critical to who you are, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you have to be so careful with what gets out there. So on a on an app like Be Real, where it's like, hey, notification pops, you've got two minutes to post this, best of luck. Is that worth Dwayne The Rock Johnson being like, okay, maybe I'm in a compromised position. Um, maybe I'm sitting on the toilet. You know, maybe he's constipated, begging for his life just <laughs> to be relieved, right? Something like that. Is that beneficial for Dwayne to do, or is it just better for him to say, hey, this application's not for me? So will it weed out the celebrities? Will it weed out the brands? Will it weed out the conglomerates? You know, if you if if you want to say that, will it just stay authentic? 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 <laughs> will it stay authentic? That's the big question. I don't know. It's a brand new app, but that's what people like it for is because it feels authentic. Now, I believe you can post something outside of that two minute window, but it will tell you if it was posted quote unquote late. I looked over my shoulder, I saw, I looked over my wife's shoulder and I saw a post from one of our friends and I believe it said like this was posted four hours late. So you can kind of weed out, okay, this person didn't post at that exact time so maybe they aren't being 100% real and you can kind of weed that out but I worry that that alone isn't isn't enough to deter some people from being like oh I really can just post whenever again if this is how it works I really can just post whenever I'll wait for a more opportune time to get a better photo because if that starts happening again that completely undermines the whole point of the application It'll be interesting to see what the long-term strategy for Be Real is. Because as much as people say like, oh, we want something authentic and we want something raw and we want something real, it's hard to monetize that sort of thing. Sure, there might be tons of venture capital money being pumped into the application because the tech space has way too much just venture capital money getting thrown into it. I believe there are a lot of things that really are overinflated in terms of the amount of investment dollars being thrown into different applications. It's like, I believe I read somewhere that like Ubers are getting more expensive because they've ran out of like 
subsidizing it with venture capital money or something like that. But the monetization strategy of Be Real, I just don't see how long-term that's successful. Because you have to, you have to compromise on what the application is. If, if it were me, you know, I really would be on the side of, yeah, you got to keep it 100% authentic. And if brands want to, if brands want to get in there, like they have to play it by that rule, you know, okay, yeah, you, you can promote your post, but your post has to follow the same posting guidelines. It can't just be a curated, well-crafted ad. That, that could that could possibly happen. The other thing that the app has going for it like right this moment is it has it has that FOMO play, that fear of missing out. Because really, when you have that two minute notification, like that that timer starts clicking down and, and you gotta post something or else you're gonna be late, it really does drive home that idea of like, hey, this is part of your daily routine. If you can get a part of someone's daily routine, or just a part of someone's routine in general, I mean, you got them hooked. Because to my understanding, you can't look at other people's posts unless you post for that day. I I believe you might be able to go back to previous days where you did actually post. But for that day, everybody gets that notification and you can't see what other people are doing until you've posted what you're doing. So it really drives that, that ecosystem of like, I have to participate actively because there's no real way to participate passively. And when you get, again, when you get people actively participating in something and it's that day-to-day drive of, oh, I've, you know, I've got this time limit or I've got to be there and I don't want to miss out. That's, that's a huge grab. And I think that's another reason why it's the most downloaded application. It, it has so many of these short-term wins and in the short-term, wildly successful. It currently is wildly successful. Again, number one downloaded app currently I just don't see how these short-term beneficial things get flipped into long-term success. Because any innovation that you come out with, okay, let's think of places that they can innovate. And let's compare it like, let's compare it to Instagram. Because Instagram started out where I was like, yeah, your friends post a picture. They Sure, they can post any edited picture that they want to. They even give you some options to do a little bit of editing in the app itself. But you post a picture and you see the accounts that you follow, you see what pictures they post. Same with Be Real. You post a picture, you see the accounts that you follow, what they post. Instagram then added the ability to do videos. Be Real. Okay, hey, maybe you can do a 15-second video. You can post a picture or do a 15-second video. That might be something that they they innovate with. Um, then they did stories. I don't know if Be Real is going to go in the story where it's like, yeah, if you want to see what I'm doing right exactly now, I can either post it and have it be long form content that's just going to stay there for the long term, or maybe I post and this one I'm only going to have up for 12 hours. Who knows? They can innovate like those. I don't know if, I don't know if those types of things really amp it up to another level. The interesting thing that could happen but then again, this happens on like other platforms. So I really don't think it's, and I was trying to think of how a brand could be like, okay, look, we, we're going to, a brand could be like, yeah, we're going to post this on our Be Real. Obviously they got to kind of prepare for it and be ready for it. And whoever's on that, that campaign for that day, it's like, look, when the Be Real comes up, this is what you got. You say, okay, in this moment, it might be up for 30 minutes and you almost have a flash sale that you do on Be Real. So now everybody else, that follows this account is going to be like, okay, I got to post in my two minutes. There we go. 
because I can't see other posts unless I post for today. I make my post. I can then see other people's posts. This brand is doing a 30-minute deal. Okay, here's our post. Here's the information. And I can go take advantage of what that might be. That might be an interesting way um, for brands to get in on it, for Be Real to pull some marketing dollars from these companies. But at that point, again, are these brands being real? Like, I hate I hate to say it, but platforms survive because they're collecting your data and they're selling that to companies and companies are paying to get in front of your eyes. I just don't see how the strategy of be real is enticing enough to a company where they're like, yeah, we want to be in front of that because companies aren't real. Companies are the... There's nothing more fake than a company, right? There is nothing more fake than a company. They're built up on a premise and an idea to serve some specific thing. They are curated to do that specific thing. And then they market a certain way to relay a specific image to do a specific business. There's nothing real about companies. And if your whole platform is based on being real, I don't see how you hook companies enough. Now, if you're a company, you're sitting there and you're thinking like, okay, this is the fastest growing app and kids these days and teenagers these days, they're on these apps. We have to be there too. How do they successfully go about doing that? Because when you're, when you're, when I'm a consumer, I mean, I just flip past ads anyway. I see anything that says sponsored or ad on like TikTok. I am so quick to flick past it. Like you can't even get a word in. My eyes have been trained to see if it says ad or sponsored or if something sounds a little too a little too clean on TikTok, I'm going right past it. Ads have this certain way, like have this certain speech pattern and just these little tells that they're an ad. I'm going right past that so quick. So it might be the same on Be Real. You, you'll easily be able to tell what's an ad versus, you know, what is actually real. And at that point, you know, are you actually grabbing people's attention? Now, of course, maybe I skip past it, but there are plenty of people that engage with ads all the time or else ads wouldn't advertise on different platforms. Like company wouldn't companies wouldn't be on these platforms if those advertising dollars weren't worth it. So somewhere out there, someone is engaging with these ads, but on TikTok, so much of it is produced content, even from the quote unquote content creators that, it's harder, it's harder to tell what exactly is an ad. On YouTube, you physically can't watch the video until you've gone through the ads, right? On Twitter, it's hard to tell what exactly comes up as an ad. Now, it'll, it'll often say promoted, so you can tell that way. But if you're quickly skimming through, suddenly you're like, oh, IBM, for example, just as an ad I saw recently on Twitter. Oh, this is an IBM post. Okay, whatever. Go to the next one. It's a little harder to tell. Be real, it's going to be so blatantly obvious, so blatantly obvious that this is an ad. I don't know if it'll hook people the same way. So I just got confirmation from my wife. Currently, she does not see ads in Be Real. And she did reiterate, like, you can post uh, what's called a late, or you do post after that two-minute timer. But it's very clearly represented that, like, hey, this was late. So you can kind of be skeptical, hey, are they actually being real when they post this? Because the whole draw is that that two minute window. It'll be interesting to see where Be Real goes from this. I, I do think people actually do want that authenticity 
of you know what are what are the people I care about doing in this exact moment or what are the people that I care to follow doing in this exact moment I just don't see how because be real is a company we have we have to realize that at the end of the day they aren't going to and they can't be just completely altruistic to say like yeah we're going to dedicate all this server space to put no ads so people can just see what their friends are doing they're they're not going to do that like money has to be exchanged and if you're not paying for the product you are the product so they're going to have to take that information somehow and maybe maybe it's not as direct as Instagram is taking it or Facebook is taking it and maybe you don't see ads as direct as you see on those other platforms but somewhere dollars are going to have to be exchanged and I I don't see how that happens without completely undermining what the whole draw of the application is but you know we've seen other applications morph into things that they weren't at the beginning so we'll see what happens with be real anyway I'm going to do the next couple episodes. I'm going to talk about other social medias, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Well, I've got some things to talk about LinkedIn. So stick around for those. I want to try and get them maybe daily or at least a couple uh, within the next week. So I'm excited for that. I just thought like I I just saw Be Real as an app and I saw my wife using it and I was like, that's very interesting. However, I don't see how it goes on to that next thing. So I just thought I'd throw that conversation out there. I'd love to hear opinions on what you guys think feel free to reach out to me uh, if you know how to reach out to me um or just go onto my twitter uh my twitter handle at pummelhead p-u-m-m-e-l-h-e-a-d let me know what you're thinking there um yeah we'll see how long be real can be real check out my website jasontebs.com go ahead like favorite share follow rate subscribe to the podcast whatever you do on your respective platform i will catch you all later in the next episode peace out